The Noche Show is now brought to you in part by Y1 Build Graphic Designs. Calling all artists. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Here's the deal. It's all on you. So let's wait no longer. Invest in your craft and get real artwork for your next album or single. Y1 Build specializes in clean, detailed work and warm finishing touches, separating them from other graphic designers. Party promoters, DJs, we got you as well. All flyers for your price. Email us your budget and ideas and we will make it happen. Y1Bill at gmail.com. That's Y1Bill at gmail.com. W-H-Y-O-N-E-B-I-L-L at gmail.com. Also brought to you in part by Cuts by Dayla. That's right. You heard it. That's me. Cuts by your boy. Attention college students in the downtown Atlanta area. Is schoolwork making it difficult for you to schedule a cut? Are barbershops around you too far or expensive? Don't even worry. I'm offering a house call only service. With over five years of cutting experience, I'm ready to have all of downtown Atlanta looking fresh for school. Lineups only $9.99 and all other cuts $19.99. Hair dye is an additional $19.99 plus the price of the cut. Book your appointment on booksy.com slash De La Noche or call 631-559-5052. Yo, what's good, y'all? My name is De La, a.k.a. De La Noche, aka Young De La. I'm with my godfather, Rocky, aka Rocky the Roofer. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's up? What's going oh, on? Man. Where we at right now? Man, we in the mountains, man. We in Sky Valley, Sky Valley, Georgia. Literally looking at mountains <laughs> right now. For real. The yeah. wilderness. Word, man. This is cool over here. It's just type scary because some deer is looking at us right now on the wall. Decapitated. For real. For real. And the raccoon right there. Just climbing the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is creepy, man. It is. Word, so. If y'all didn't know, I'm just now getting re like. I, don't, I forgot the word, like, I'm just now starting, like, a relationship with my godfather again, because I, I barely know this guy, basically. For real. Since, like, what has it been? It's been since March since I've been out here, so. Last time I seen you was, how old was I? Dog, you was like a little kid with a squeaky Elmo voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even remember that. Like, yeah, it's I, funny. I don't remember that, so. He knows more about me than I know about him. So yeah, it is. Word. So, what? Did, give us a summary of what you do and who you are, basically. Okay, so I am the Godfather, and uh, also go by Rocky McKay, aka Rocky the Roofer. Um, I'm president and founder of an organization, a nonprofit organization called the Operation Organization, with the Operation Reset Program. 
and I also am an owner of a commercial roofing company. Okay. And that's it. I mean, I, I basically focus on changing the world with my roofing company and changing lives and uh, just helping people out. The operational organization has a, a second chance program that focuses on millennials as well as people with felony convictions, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, the general public. Uh, we've taken a break. I've taken a break. I'm like you. I'm getting back in the swing of things. Yeah. I went on a hiatus and uh, really just, you know, I needed a break for a while. So I'm back and you are my first interview. Wow. That's cool, man. I feel honored, man. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm nervous. I got the jitters here. So. Yeah, me too. But it's all good. We And it's late. Like, so, on this whole journey of what everything that you've been doing as far as being an owner and doing this nonprofit, how does it, what is your mindset on the everyday basis on your, like, as grind, when you're in grind mode? What's your mindset? You know, I, th I think it's just like every owner. And every person that's out now, man, you, you get this thing where sometimes you got to motivate yourself. You know, sometimes you are your motivation. You are your own drug, you know. And, and I mean that in the sense of sometimes you got to get yourself up and motivate yourself and push yourself to keep going. Yeah. But in this day and time, you cannot let things pass you by. You got to keep pushing no matter the circumstances in your personal life, you know, whether it's your relationship with your kids, your girl, your wife, your husband, I mean, any of those things, yeah. man, we got to get it, you know? So that's what my mindset is. My mindset ultimately is to keep going and don't stop and come up with innovative ways to either to help myself, my family, as well as others. I hear that. So do you ever have any days where it's just like, wow, man, I just want to <laughs> stay in bed and not do anything right now? <laughs> Like I today. feel like I have those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, man. Today's my birthday, y'all. I got an excuse. He didn't tell y'all that. Yeah, my fault. Happy birthday. I said <laughs> happy you. birthday earlier. I Thank don't think you. he heard me. Though. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't hear him. Man. He was making breakfast. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, there's always days like that, man. There's days where, you know, like I said, there's days you got to peel yourself out of bed and not to let, you know, not to let the day go by without doing something. You know, and, and just staying on that grind. Time can pass a person by really quickly and you can go from being relevant to irrelevant very fast. That is a fact. People say that with age, especially in the music industry, people say like with age. Yep. Then like well, that, as you get older, you get more irrelevant in the music industry. Yes. People say so. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. I, I think the industry is just ran by millennials and the younger generation anyway it's always been that way you know you guys are innovative and next level thinkers i mean you guys created the the kind of the the generation where you can have this you can gain gener generational wealth overnight like we wasn't creating apps we was just you know kicking rhymes and say we was going to be the next whatever and y'all came out y'all was like nah we're going to make apps we're going to do these things and i'm going to make money from my phone <laughs> that's all it is now everybody you can make money off your phone anybody can make money yes, off your phone yes. starting from any age yes, basically like, yes. we got babies famous out here just on Instagram it, for real it's crazy just, yeah it is it is it's such a different different time now word so do you have any like music industry experience 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my history is pretty much uh, from the music industry. I mean, one thing I can say is that I've had a very good run where I've met a lot of a lot of great people, man. You know, just over time where, you know, when I first started, it was just a grind of just trying to kick in doors. And the way I started was very unique because uh, I thought I was a rapper. I thought I could rap. And, you know... <laughs> One day they say, hey, you, you better at talking, man. You, you might want to try to market some folks and, you know, close some deals and network. So you was just trying to get on as a rapper and they fit, they found out, like, they was just like, wow, you're good at talking, so you should just do something. Yeah, it was crazy because it, 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 it kind of happened like that. Um, God bless John Stu. Um, you know, he's another family member of mine and, you know, close friend and all that other good stuff. Yeah. But uh, what happened was... Uh, you know, I, I ran with cats and they were better rappers than me. I spent that time in the studio just like anyone else. But what it was was, you know, I I think that over time you find your niche in every industry, whether it's music or whatever. I found my niche where they were just kind of like, yo, dude, you suck as a rapper. But <laughs> yo, like, yo, your verbiage is dope. So, like, you know, I'm a John Stu told me straight up. He said, I'm going to show you how to basically use data. And make money off of data. And that data is your relationships and the people that you know that I'll introduce you to, that I'll tell you call, you know, and you know how to talk, you know how to speak, so you can represent somebody. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. So how long of that did you, were you into that? Like, Man, years. Um, I could say that my last good runs, um, I want to say was like... Uh, I want to say about 2007, 2008 was when it was the end for me. And I think that we had had a good run at it. When I say we, I just mean me and the friends that I knew and myself where, you know, we had a good run with it from high school all the way to then, you know. So that was from 1992 all the way till 2007, 2008, where, you know, you're getting them scars, you know, you get getting them scars and you kicking the doors and you meeting people. And then finally, you get to finesse down enough where you can meet people and actually conduct business. And, you know, you know the right people. So data was my king. You know, data was my partner, you know. I hear that. So what made you switch from the music industry to roofing owner? <laughs> that's that's <company>. crazy. <laughs> I got tired of being broke, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think the thing was in our time uh, of uh, the music industry, you had your guys that put in time and you basically rode with these crews. And I just didn't want to put my I didn't want to put my destiny in another man's hands. You know, I didn't you know, there were times when I was doing gigs and. I was, you know, I was told, hey, you're going to make 70 grand. You know, I didn't make 70 cent. So I got tired of that. And, you know, it was just time to make a change. So sometimes you wake up and you say, you know what? It's ain't for me no more. And I got to make real moves to, you know, the most money I ever made in the music industry that year was like 169000 And, you know, changing the game and going into commercial roofing, and roofing, I was actually always a roofer. That was the craziest part. That I was always a roofer. But it was time to really sit back and really say, what am I going to do with my life? Because I got bills knocking at the door. I got a baby. You know, I got so much going on. But the guys that I'm chilling with really ain't paying the bills. This really isn't working. 
So that skill is what basically I, I went back to the basics and I said, you know what? I got a roofing skill, you know, and I'm going to use it. So that was the moment of deciding that I'm going to be the best damn roofer I could be. I hear that. So for anybody that's actually still interested in being in the music industry like myself, yeah, would you give them any advice? Like, would you have anything to give them before, like, while they're entering in? Yeah, I would. I would tell them. You know, I think the biggest thing about the music is beautiful. That's for starters. Yeah. Music is beautiful. the The creation of music is dope. You know, I think it's like, and I'm gonna just compare it to any other business. Surround yourself with real people. That's the that's the best thing you can do. If you see a knucklehead, stay away from them. If they're not, if they say, hey, you know, if you ain't making money, you ain't making sense. You're not making money. So you know, at the end of the day, if this guy don't have it together, then why are you wasting your time being around him? Why are you surrounded? If he's not making power moves, you know, I understand that there's a ground level, and then you go up from there. But sometimes, man. You know, dudes are innovative and smart enough to start off on any level other than ground level and make it work. But always choose your people wisely. That's the best thing I could say is choose your people wisely and make sure that they praise everything you do and you praise them back. You know, you can't chill with somebody and be with them. If they ain't praising you, then they're kind of low-key hating on you. You know what I'm saying? That is a fact. Like... People just try to give people, like, I try to give people the benefit of that, but I always, at the end of the day, I go with my gut and I say, man, if this person ain't, like, I can tell when somebody ain't really fucking with me like that. Yeah, that's just true. Just hating on the That's love. true. That's true. Really, that's true. You can feel it. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, at one point, it's going to, it's you're going to feel it one day, you know, when, when you expected a different reaction and that's that reality. And I think that a, a lot of times, a lot of us ignore that and say, but that's my man. That's my homeboy. You know, I know him since. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. That's, that's Uncle Bob. That's Uncle <laughs> Rome. You know, like, you know, he told me how to fight, you know, but now he, he making hey, you broke. Yeah. It's just painful, man. It so, hurts, but. You know, but I say, you know, surround yourself with good people, man. And always, Always watch them, you know, watch them enough that you got to have somebody you could trust. And in the game, man, you got to have somebody you could trust that's going to grind with you, you know. And uh, I tend to have found that in roofing, you know, uh, I can't lie. Yeah. So would you say, damn, I forgot what I was about to ask. Would you say that any opportunity coming your way in the music industry, well, just like, the first opportunity to take, you, you know what I mean? Like, would you say to take the first opportunity that comes your way, no matter what it is? So you're saying, like, if I was an artist and, let's say, I'm, I'm hot, I know I'm hot, let's say, you know, somebody came to me and offered me a deal, that's what yeah, you're saying? Just any, yeah, just nah. to get you nah. further. I mean, you know, the thing is that we take out, we, we take out worse deals when we're starving. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, the thing is that... I, I really encourage any artist to take some type of legal classes to know the legal jargon and these this paperwork that people are presenting to you and things like that and never do anything on handshake, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's forget shaking hands, anything like that. Your first deal may sound great, but one thing I know is about negotiating deals is, is that you got more power before you sign that paper. 
you know. So your negotiating power goes out the door the minute you sign. sign yeah. So you need to really get with somebody, consult with somebody, but start creating your team when you're kind of coming up. But start creating that team that you can go to, you know, this guy and say, hey, listen, I got this contract. I really don't know it. Can you walk me through it? You know, if you don't want to take the time to take the legal classes. Yeah, for real. But it's usually the first deal is, is usually a screw you deal anyway, so. Yeah, people don't even realize it. All right, so this question Here we I go. want to spend a little time on. Okay. And and it just, like, it, it came to me the other day when we had this question. I mean, when we had this conversation. All right. Well, I was just telling you how I was trying to, I was getting some insight from you and I was just saying how I want to keep it real because you were telling me to do certain things in my podcast and stuff. That yeah. I'm like, maybe I wouldn't feel right doing. Yeah. Like, sell it out. He, he, listen, y'all, he trying to say sell out. Nah, yeah, <laughs> I wanted him to do some, you know, you know, some popcorn music up here and everything and, you know. Yeah, I'm just like stop yo. the violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm not trying to sell out at any time yeah. in my career because I don't think that would I don't think I will feel right at the end of the day. I feel like I will probably feel right for the time being, but Absolutely. ultimately I don't think I will feel right as a human being to just sell out yeah. of my morals and stuff. Yeah. So when I I said something like, I just want to be real. I forgot what I said. Yeah. And you was like. Real don't pay the bills. Very real does not pay the bills. <laughs> All right. So, so what, does that, what does that mean to you? Man, you know what? And uh, I got to say this to your listeners too. So you kind of prepped me before this, you know, sitting here. So <laughs> I say, hey, before we do this one, I got to think I'm about it. I'm prepping nobody, so. <laughs> So I, benefit of the death for I, his birthday. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I really do. But you you know the thing is that me we have some other dialogue exchange after that. And what's real to me is not necessarily real to you. Yeah. What's real to you know, and we kinda use the the whole thing with Tyler Perry and which is a, a amazing black man and you know, I think we all love his work and Tyler Perry doesn't have a violent bone in his body. You know, um, I came up during a time where a lot of cats were wanted to be the next Tyler Perry, wanted to be the next Spike Lee. And their view of keeping it real was displaying the hood and all the, you know, let's call it what it is. I mean, because uh, what I realized is that I could be a lot more free on your your podcast here, but all the niggatry, you know, all the nonsense, all the gangster, you know, sell drugs, yo, you know, the white people, the world want to see the hood, son. This is what they want to see. But what I like is the fact that Tyler Perry kept it real within himself. Yeah. And what he did was he created these characters and and these people, and we still respect them for it. You know, the Medea, Medea is funny as all hell. I mean... You know, things like that. So after we talked, I, I had to reevaluate how I put that out there to you. But the thing is that, you know, yeah, I don't want you to, you know, wear no shiny suits and be up here doing that. <laughs> I think that's crazy. But um, uh, on the flip side is that I want you to always remain marketable. Marketable to the degree that, you know, we all have, you have a special listener. Or you may have a special, you know, type of uh, uh, people that... That you're that you're you know representing or approaching and, and want to gain, but 
to go to a different levels, sometimes we have to be groomed. And I say that because, you know, I could keep it real with my homeboy, yo, son, yo, da, da, da. but when I go do business, I have to put on that suit. I have to let my clients see, hey, this is why we cut this big, humongous check to this dude. <laughs> because, you know, I'm not coming in my, my client's office going, yo, Bob, what up, son? You know, I'm not, I, I can't do that. You know, so it's really not in the sense of me selling out, but it's the sense of me, you know, we have to be able to conform to set out a table and do business and say, hey, it's going to cost you, a, you know, a half million dollars for me to do this roofing project. I look at someone with a straight face, but not have my pants hanging off my ass at the same time. You know, those hang off my ass around the house. You know? <laughs> I feel you. That was, that was a great answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He teach. <laughs> Once again, y'all, he told me, I feel you're not going to keep this interview real. <laughs> yeah, I, told, I didn't think he was going to keep it real, but that was a great answer. <laughs> and that's what um, that class does. That helps you. Um, I forgot, what, what was the class that you said? You we said media training. Yeah, media training. That's what media training does. <laughs> <laughs> that's low-key. He like, yeah, you prepared very well, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You prepared very well for that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's got more for me, y'all. So I'm going to just let him beat right. it up. Yes. So do you believe in going, like, do you believe in going against your morals for a check? You know, that that's a real tricky question, man. That's a real tricky question. It's an excellent question, and I'm going to answer it, and I'm not going to evade the question. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy because... Your next question, or I think I don't know what it may be, but I don't believe in doing that, but we somehow we find ourselves doing it. You know, we find ourselves getting lost in, you know, some of us, uh, us who we are. We take these jobs, we take these jobs where we say, damn, I got a job, I got a promotion, you know, whatever it is, and I want to do great things. And I want to do great things for my family, yeah. but damn, you know, I got to sit here and play politics, you know office politics, business politics, when I really want to choke this dude and curse his ass out, you know? But the thing is that sometimes we find ourselves taking the higher road, you know? And when I think when we get to a certain level, we be, start to use a lot more strategic on how we approach the world and things like that. But ultimately, you know, I can say I'm guilty myself of one day just waking up and just saying to myself, what am I doing? You know, why? I'm not even me. I've lost the, the bare essence of who I am for a check. You know, so I feel that. I'm guilty for that. I am as well. And I talk, I, I expressed that in a previous episode. And we said we're not talking about it no more. <laughs> <laughs> so, we all guilty of it, like you said, so I respect that. Media training. Media yes, training. media training again. <laughs> um, so you definitely answered the next question. Mm -hmm. And you told, so how did that make you feel that day that you woke up? Did, like, How did that really make you feel about yourself and just everything? Uh, I'm going to tell you a story if, if we got time. And, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to give your listeners the idea of who I am today. Right. And basically, I didn't feel good because when you start to go against who, let's say, you know, what you were then and how you elevate, but somewhere there, 
you know, a man's got to go through some pain. You got to go through a, that wake up at some point to really become, get to that next level and become who you're going to be. Or at least that happened to me where I found myself being this person and almost being robotic, man, just, <laughs> just being robotic. But what happened was one day I woke up and part of my story is the fact that I went to jail for 90 days. And part of that time, I was able to really sit back and, and evaluate all my mistakes, everything that I did wrong, every time that I should have said F you, you know, instead I, I you know, I swallowed it I, because I wanted to take care of my family. I wanted to be a better man, all these things. But when, you know, what I do realize is that, man, you can go, go against the, what I, what I train people and teach people now is that if you don't like what's going on, you don't like the system. You can either try to change the system or you can create your own damn system. And what I did was with Operation Reset, I created my own system because the system says if you have felonies, if you are a convicted felon, if you have PTSD, if you just a, a you know, a, a psychotic person, you're not worthy of these benefits of society. You're not worthy of them. You're not worthy of a second chance. You're not worthy of a third or fourth chance. You're not worthy of it. But what I said was, I said, screw the system. I sat in jail for 90 days. I met a whole bunch of people that were told no. And because of that, I realized that, damn, you know, it's time for somebody to break this bowl, this bowl, this cycle that that's going on, this whole recidivism thing, this whole, and, and, and just start to break the system and say, you know what, we're going to create our own system. That's why I started to use my company to create that, that yes program, that program that said yes. And that's when I woke up and I said, I'm going to go against the grain of everything society says I cannot do. And I'm going to do. You cannot hire convicted felons. You can't do this. Oh, there's, there's negligent hiring. There's this, there's that. My lawyer told me all this too. Oh, you can't hire this type of person. You can't hire. I was like, hey, today's a yesterday. I'm going to train you. Please don't fuck up. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's really what it is. And I start to go against that grain because I realized that my whole entire life, I went with a system that really, really effectively set me aside from everyone else. In other words, I was just another idiot, you know, that was involved in this system that I didn't benefit from at all. So when I woke up for me, it was time for me to change and start to help other people and open up their eyes as well to say, hey, society failed you and you failed yourself, but here's a here's a program that says yes that is going to help you change your thought on how you view society and how society views you. You are in control of your own destiny. It is up to you. I'm going to give you the skills to change this and do better. It's up to you. All I can do is give you, help you and give you the tools. And part of that was that no one gave me the tools. No one gave me the tools. My whole entire life, I had to you know, figure it out, figure out the tools. And there's so many entrepreneurs that's out here figuring it out. But at the same time, you know, to, to better answer your question, I felt like a fool. I felt like a fool in so many ways that society wanted me to act like this, be like this, be polite, do this and do that. But now I go, you know, I basically set my own rules. Yeah. You know, I mean, you see that yourself. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I do see that. For sure, for sure. You know. So do you think, do you believe that you have to come out of your element to be a successful person. No. 
Um, it depends on. I mean, life is so tricky, man. I mean, life is tricky because what is success? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Everybody has their own. Brother. Yeah, I mean, some some dudes feel like success as long as they can get the bills paid in the house, they good. You know, other of us, as long as we drive a nice cars and do whatever, I think that you could be as you comfortable being you be you. You know, if you comfortable, you know, like like everybody's not gonna wake up and want to be a business owner. You know, I mean, one time I remember way back in the day, like AOL when AOL was like king. <laughs> but I had started a chat room for like entrepreneurs, and at the time, you know, I was talking to someone in there, and this guy came in and said, "Why do I want to be an entrepreneur? Why do I want to do that when I can just go every day, pick a check up at the end of the week, go from nine to five, pick a check up?" I was like, "You stupid idiot!" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, are you serious?" Like, but what I realized is that some people, his success for him was not having the pressure of an entrepreneur. His success was showing up nine to five, putting in the work and going home and not having to deal with anything else. Yeah. You know, so I feel that your success is what you wanna what you feel that you're successful comfortably in your skin. I hear that. So what's your version of success? Man, my success is complicated, you know, <laughs> I mean I can't lie because I go I go like I told you the other day, we talked about the box and it was either thinking outside the box or expanding the box. And I, even as a child, I used to take things apart because I always wanted to see how they work. And with me, I'm always tearing things apart. I'm always dissecting my life. I'm always dissecting how I do business to make it better, to expand that box. And for me, success for me is, man, it's, it's, it's a lot because I want to change lives in the process of being blessed by God and God giving me blessings. I want to bless some other people. I want to I want to kind of pay it forward. And for me, that is helping a man like me rewrite a legacy, you know, where where I want people to say, "Dad, man, that man was not selfish." You know, that man actually paid it forward to me and showed me he didn't owe me nothing. He didn't have to give me anything, and he did it from the bottom of his heart. Just for free. I should charge some of these cats because some <laughs> of these cats, man, they, they keep coming back. <laughs> but that's success, man. I mean, I mean, for me, success is really paying it forward and along the way of being blessed and, you know, just being able to help other people, you know, in any way possible, you know. Right. I hear that, man. Well, I appreciate you for coming through. Let me interview you. Thank you. Thank you. Damn mountains <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> this is dope. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah, we out here, man. So I'm gonna end this off with the last three songs that I think that a few of y'all have never heard before. The first one is "One Look" by Frank Ocean off the Lonnie Brooks. Brooks. I don't know. One look by Frank Ocean, old throwback Thursday. I seen it and I liked it much. I told myself I had to have it. I look, but I did not touch. Wondering why does she walk like that, that, that? That was something in those jeans. Locked up It was dying to be free And it was bound to happen Oh 
newest album. Says all this. His newest album. I think it's his newest. I this shit came out in 2019. But he dropped two albums this year, so I'm not sure. Anyway, if y'all see me, if y'all see me and Young Nudie collab, just know it's a wrap. And I'll pay for it. Anyway, Young Nudie. Homies. Yeah, baby girl, you know that we ballin'. Gotta get the money and you know ain't no stallin'. Oh, I'm in the truck, I'ma reach up a hollow. I'ma get the money, yeah, whatever you call it. And I got a shoot up, they poppin'. You don't need the money, no don't need that feeling cocky. I'm a big dog, so you know I'm extra cocky. Two my money on me, baby, know my pocket slap slap. I don't let to no stop sign. Who the fuck gon' stop me? Since I got that money, nigga changed on me. I'm my same homie. I'm out here feeling lonely. Get these niggas my homie. Why they hating on me? Damn man, I see it on him. He didn't really want me to have it on me. Keep it on me. Stay on me. I can stuff so a nigga not lonely. Money that my friend. All I need is Benjamin. When it come at the end. When it come at the end. Yeah. Same nigga. I grew up with many niggas switched on me. Damn, I thought we gon' be rich together. You my homie. They ain't homies Nigga fished on me I know they switched on me Gotta hit the switch On that stick homie Spin like a ballerina When this stick hit homie Real shit homie You're not my homie Better keep it on you When I see you homie I cannot believe What they think of me This shit sound crazy What they say about me This shit ain't safe For these niggas to me You know you switch two sides Know you got two die I don't wanna see your mama cry But I lie Know I let them bullets spray That was Young Nudie, Homies. And this album just came out in 2019, but for some reason, I just heard it today. And I'm a big Young Nudie fan, so. I think, I don't think a lot of people has heard it because I don't see any type of promotion or I would have been listening to it. But anyway, we about to end this podcast. I really appreciate you coming through again. I appreciate you having me. For real. I was nervous. <laughs> nah, yeah, me too, for sure. But I'm glad that we got this done. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't have to call no bullshit. Like, your answers were really on point and genuine. <laughs> and I might have to take on some media training because I know when I get famous, I'm going to just be too real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we too all want to do it, man. We all want to. You want to yeah, be I rough. just love following my emotions, you know. Just yeah. Like, if I feel like, yo, this guy is 
I feel like yo, this guy's trying to take advantage of me. I'm yeah, like, yo, are you trying to take advantage of me? Right yeah, now? yeah. So I gotta just yeah work on that. I've done some uh, some interviews where I'm just looking at the dude, and he and he just know from my facial expression, I'm not feeling you. Yeah, you know, like for real. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely taking on some media. Sure. Yeah. So, do you got anything you wanna um, promote right now before we end this? Off? Oh man, um, you know, I I, I want to promote. I I really don't, you know. I, I think I think if anything, I just want to tell the world that, you know, the Operation Organization, you know, Operation Reset. You can look it up on Facebook. The website is being worked on again. Um, we're kind of just doing a revamp, and uh, you know, really, uh, I'm more excited about what we're planning, and that's more uh, more visuals, more recordings, as far as what I do on the daily, you know, things like that. Some of the people that uh. You know that that we've been working with some of the companies that we've been talking about, you know, just negotiating with and things like that. But ultimately, I just want to just promote to the world, man, to just, you know, man, help somebody, pay it forward. You know, just just pay it forward. I don't. There's no gimmick to what I do. You know, I lose a lot of money helping people. <laughs> you know, and then sometimes we realize later that you know a person is a waste of time, and they're not ready. I feel like if if you guys ever contact me on any of the portals, you know, just be ready, man. You know, just be ready to, you know, my biggest thing is that I always tell people, give me an honest day's work so I can give you an honest day's pay, you know. So I think that over time, I've always said to people, hey, you know, uh, I'm full of passion when I talk about this, but, you know, I, I can, I don't think the way to a man's, a man's heart is showing him all the glamour and glitz and the nice card, you know, or this or that. It's more of like, you know what, show that man, give him a yes so he can go out there and make his own, you know, give him the tools so he can go out there and make his own. And I've been giving people the tools for so long, and I just want to continue doing that. But at the same time, I need your help, meaning the people that's going to contact us, man, just be ready, be for real, be serious. You know, you say, hey, man, I need this job, man, because I've been locked down for 20 years in jail, you know, things like that. I mean, I, I took, you know, 20 guys out to Daytona uh, Beach, Florida, and did the Ocean Walk Resort Hotel, and some of the guys have been locked up. They never even seen the ocean, but, you know, what was crazy about it is that we had to send a lot of guys home because they didn't know how to act. They got money in their pocket, man, and you know, a bunch of females crazy. around. <laughs> it was crazy. You know, I don't I don't want to tell nobody no. You know, so I say that, man, just be ready. When when you come to me, have everything in order and just be ready. And you know, if y'all out there, you other organizations, if you're really promoting and you're really helping people, really help them. You know, I have never collected a dime off of my nonprofit. Some people say that's foolish, you know. But for me, I'm really I'm really out here trying to help people. You know, if you're going to help somebody, help them and don't be looking for the reward back. But, you know, help them from your heart, you know. So that's pretty much it. Just be on the lookout. You know, if it, you know, look at the Operation Reset, Facebook, you know, things like that. You know, like it if you like it, you know. But everything that we've done thus far is real. The money that we've saved states is real. You know, millions and millions of dollars. So I just want to say, if y'all going to do it, just just do it for real. You know, just be real about it. Yeah. You know, I notice a lot of people are starting nonprofits because they think the government's just going to give them all this free money. But 
man, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be calling Rocky McKay from Operation Reset for a job. So <laughs> just be real, man. Just do it from your heart. Yeah, I can confirm that Rocky does help people. He's helping me out. And he's become a real mentor to me in this short amount of time. And I really appreciate that. I think I appreciate the jobs as well. But I really think I appreciate the relationship way more than uh, like than anything. You know what I'm saying? So I, See, I he downplays himself, though, y'all. Because this dude is actually great in a lot of ways. And it's just a matter of time before he explodes and... You can see the potential in a lot of people, and I've seen it over the years. I mean, I've seen it in a guy, Sebastian Cole. You know, now he's a, he's a you know great artist. He's always been a great artist. Even when I met him, y'all could look him up. You know, I managed him for a short time. You know, and now he he writes for Alyssa Carr, and you know he's signed to a major label. And I I remember, I'll never forget my last conversation with him. I said, "You're great. You're going to do great things." And the last time I talked to him was when I actually got out of jail and I had to get my life together. But I knew he was great. And it's the same thing right now. What you guys are witnessing is a journey of greatness. And when it happens, I want you guys to all remember these podcasts and all this stuff when you've got a staff and you can't get a hold of them no more. Because that will happen, you know. And that's, that's for real, you know. But you guys are witnessing something great and... You know, and it's in this man's family. So don't let him fool you there either. <laughs> and the, the, we just had, we have these talks and For it's really? there, you know. So, you know, I want you guys to know that, you know, he's coming. What? You know, but he's just being polite with his approach to y'all. But he's coming. What? For For real. Real. <laughs> 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 yeah. I like this man. This is good. Cool. I like it. It's For just cool. <laughs> For real, man. So he just likes y'all know. I mean, I don't gotta say it. I've been saying it, but y'all still sleep. It's all good. Anyway, I'm out like y'all next time. <laughs> about to glow up.